It's the Locked On Flyers podcast here with a special episode featuring our conversation with Flyers Governor and Comcast Spectacor CEO Dan Hilferty on the occasion of Ed Snyder Legacy Day. Your Locked On Flyers, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Flyers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. We are so thrilled to welcome to Locked On Flyers, Dan Hilferty, Flyers Governor and CEO of Comcast Spectacore here. Uh, welcome, Dan. Thank you very much, Rachel. Russ, it's great to see you. Yeah, thanks. So, Dan, um, first thing I have to ask is, you sent us a great email. Why were you watching our show? and What what connected you that day? Like, we when we got the email, we were so thrilled, but you don't expect to get an email like that from well, someone like you. You know, Russ, I think I'm, I'm, I just read our press release for today, and and, and the truth is, I, I'm a fan, and I, I'm a lifelong Philadelphian. Spent a couple years in, in your turf in D.C., uh, Rachel. And, uh, I just, um, as I've gotten into this role, I wanted to uh, not only learn the game of hockey from the inside, but I wanted to truly understand the fan experience again. I mean, you, you grow older, you raise kids, start to have grandkids, and, and you're not as intense, intensely aware. So I try to read everything, um, you know, the good, the bad, and okay. the, the, the in-between. And, and so you, you guys do just a, a remarkable job of, of really keeping tabs of what's going on with this team and, and have your finger on the pulse of the fan. So um, I'll take an hour, uh, a couple days a week, and, and just lock myself up and read and watch. Okay. And so that's what I was doing. And, that's fantastic. And all of a sudden, boom, the light bulb went on. So thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, me especially, who grew up in this area um, and parents are season ticket holders for the team and everything, like we know who Ed Snyder was and and what he's meant to the city. I'm just curious, uh, before you joined the organization, what was your impression of him? And like, what have you learned since joining the organization? Right, well, first of all, I reference you being Washington. I was referring to both of us going to college. Yes. Uh, I went to graduate school, you went to undergrad in, in, in DC. Yep. Rival schools, by the way. Um, it's okay. <laughs> GW and American. Um, so, Look, just growing up in this area as you did, uh, Ed Snyder is is an iconic figure. And um, I, I grew up in the 60s and the 70s um, and watched as he built this franchise from scratch. Uh, uh, the first to the second six in the NHL from, from our perspective, we think we bleed into the original six. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it's all because he had this vision of creating a dynamic, um, environment, culture, where people, fans of, of all races, of from all neighborhoods can come and be part of something really special. And my gosh, they, he created and the team created something uh, that's uh, a memory that will last forever in this in this town. Yeah, I'll tell you something that struck me about him is like, I probably only interviewed three or four owners and he was just like a down to earth, like you're talking to a guy yeah. kind of thing. And we'd always give you his best honest answer. He wasn't going to like, you know, trump it up or, or say something that maybe was open-ended he gave you a definite answer but like even covering this team for so many years being a jewish guy one day i brought my parents to like the jewish museum the jewish history museum in, in philly 
and there's an Ed Snyder wing. And I didn't even think like yeah. that would even be the case. So then I explained to my parents like who Ed Snyder is. So even like off the ice, he branched out a lot in the city. Well, first of all, I have to say, Russ, the Weissman Museum is, is an amazing place. And, and um, uh, Joan and I, my wife and I, have, have enjoyed bringing our children and grandchildren to, although we're not of the Jewish faith, we, we feel it's important to understand Sure. Uh, uh, the, the, our, our community, our society as a whole. Uh, I was just there with, with our, our chair, the chairman of Comcast, uh, Brian Roberts, to, in, a, in an evening where Ed Snyder was honored. Oh, that's and, nice. And it, was, it brought me back to that time that you're, that you're talking about. And, and so not only is Ed a figure that, that the Jewish community could be proud of and continues to be proud of his legacy, but that's, that also spills over into us that, that, that watched him um, and, and maybe didn't even understand what his background was or, right. or what religion he was when we, were, when we were younger. But we saw an individual that, as, just as you articulated it, was down to earth, was real, and told it like it, was, it is. So um, continuing talking about some of his you know, external efforts, um, the Ed Snyder Youth Hockey uh, Foundation Education Organization, I think is probably the crown jewel of his legacy in, in this community. And the Flyers are donating a large sum of money to them this year, but have continued to support it every year. Um, what is it about that organization that keeps the Flyers organization involved? Well, Rachel, I think it gets back to Russ's last question. If you, uh, there's a great book about Ed Snyder that that um, I, I it was required reading for me as I moved <laughs> into this job, and and I, I was fascinated by his history. I mean, he, he grew up just above Adams Morgan in Washington D.C., and it was it was a, along Connecticut at between Connecticut and, and Massachusetts Avenue, and it was a community, largely Jewish community, um, and and people worked hard. People were about community. People were about helping each other. Um, and he learned in the, the schools and the playgrounds of that, that region. And so I think for all of us and those attributes that, that are in, ingrained in us at an early age, you never lose them. So as he grew in stature, as he grew in wealth, as he built this amazing franchise, he never forgot where he came from. And so I believe, I was not there, but I believe the, the Snyder Youth Hockey and Education, and there's a reason education's a piece of that, uh, foundation was built to go back to those same neighborhoods, those ethnic communities, those less fortunate uh, neighborhoods to build opportunity for young people. And what better vehicle, this new exciting sport of hockey that would attract young people and older people alike to want to really learn something new and have access to resources that maybe they didn't have before. So I couldn't agree with you more. It is the crown jewel of Ed Snyder's legacy. And um, I'm not gonna you know, jump ahead, but we're gonna announce some exciting uh, things that, that a combination of the, the Flyers charities, which mm -hmm. we're very proud of, which is also an Ed Snyder legacy, and uh, Ed Snyder uh, Youth Hockey and Education are gonna work together to, to continue the amazing legacy. The, the Ed Snyder uh, Foundation, Youth Hockey and Education Foundation, they do really big things, like build ice rinks yeah, yeah. and make sure that, that neighborhoods have access to them. We um, try to support that effort and support other causes that, that he or dear to him. 
Yeah, it's interesting because just to further that point, you see teams like, I don't know, let's say the Dallas Stars, who are fairly new franchises, who had to sort of build rings and build the rinks and build the sport. I mean, Philly has always been a hockey city. Like, maybe even before the Flyers, there were other teams, you know. Oh, yeah. And they, but, but it's interesting that he went and still built upon that, even though it was already a hockey place. He saw that he could make it better. Because a lot of times, you know, hockey didn't even exist in some of the other areas where there are NHL teams. So I give him a lot of credit for that. Uh, I, I do too, Russ. And, and, and really, I, I'm just, as you're talking, I'm trying to think of my own experience. It was, I remember in 1967 when, when the team was established and it was kind of a curiosity. And then just over those years, as I grew into the high school age and then college age, it, was a, it was, became a major sport faster than anything that I'd ever seen, and, and it's never left. Right. And there's disappointments along the way, and that's uh, our vision, whether it's uh, Keith Jones, Danny Briere, John Tortorella, myself. We all have a goal of restoring this franchise to the greatness that, that not only did he dream of, he realized, and, and we're going to realize it again. More of our conversation with Dan Hilferty coming up next. The NFL regular season's wrapping up. There's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel. America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use. There are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays. Find bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. The best way to find popular parlays and more. Uh, again, I'm going to tell you, go go with the over for the Eagles-Giants. It was something like 41. I, I, I just am feeling it. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. It's almost the halfway point in the season and the team is still in the playoff hunt. But regardless of where we are in the standings, I want to remind you that you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy and especially daily fantasy hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in fantasy hockey contests. You can play daily fantasy NFL, NBA, MLB, college football, and more on Sleeper, and entries can be made in under a minute. All you have to do is pick whether guys like Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, or Austin Matthews Plus the new kids like Connor Bedard, uh, if they record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus minus, and more in any given game. To win that 100 times bet on sleeper, you have to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleeper. So start paying attention and nail those picks so you can start winning big. Use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. So a question about business. You're halfway into maybe your your, your job here and this is a hockey business, not like a regular business. And I kind of wonder, what's the difference now? Now you have probably a pretty good idea. Well, if you can't have fun being involved with a professional sports team, you might as well retire and go to Florida. Makes and sense. I tried it once and it didn't work. <laughs> so, so for me, um, I don't pretend that I'm a hockey expert. I'm not. I'm a fan. And I see my role and the role of the entire business side of the operation and, and Joe can attest to this. We, we've, 
we've really done a great job of breaking walls down between business and hockey. So our role is to make sure we are listening as Keith Jones, Danny Breer, and Torts talk about their needs, talk about the future, and make sure that we have the structure in place, the financial wherewithal, and the strategy to help them actualize their, their plans and, and, and vision. The other piece of it is, and this is an Ed Snyder, this is all about Ed Snyder, virtually every player that played during the Ed Snyder era thought of Philadelphia as their home, thought of Philadelphia as a place for their families. And well, that's quite, why the alumni is so, so strong. So strong. Yeah. Quite frankly, we, we, we didn't pay as much attention. We haven't paid as much attention to it as, as we, we should. Our goal is to create not only a, a perennial contender, not only a, a culture of excellence between business and hockey, but a place where, as a player's thinking of dreams about where they want to carry out their profession, it will be right here in Philadelphia. And their families will come along and educate their kids in our schools and, and become part of the fabric of this, well, it as does, many of the alums have. Yeah, and it does resonate, though, with fans if they see players in the area, because in the modern day now, a lot of markets, a lot of different sports, those players go to different places. You know, yeah. They live in Florida. They may play for a team up north, but they don't stay there or go there or live there. So that's important to fans. It is important. And, and many have gone back to their homes, but yeah. I'm amazed how many come in for, for example, Alumni Weekend. Um, I can't believe the number of ex-players that are retired players who, yeah. are, who are coming back. And I believe that's part of that Snyder legacy. They, it was a home while they were there, here. For many, it's a home still, um, but they'll never lose that, that feeling of wanting to come back and be part of this great thing. We have a responsibility, and this gets to the heart of your question. I have a responsibility in my role to bring my skills, which, as I already told you, are not <laughs> hockey skills, but to bring my skills to enhance our ability to build that atmosphere, that culture, and just that feeling of every time you walk in that practice facility, every time you come in this building, you feel good. You're not always happy, but you feel good that you're part of something special. And that, that's why I like have stopped up at Voorhees and, yeah. and, and said hello, because you guys are part of this. I mean, you, you, with a critical eye, you are giving us our report card on how we're doing to build that, that, that culture, that atmosphere that, that will be the envy of, of the league. Is there anything in particular that has surprised you or been a light bulb moment um, in what you've learned so far? Yes. I, and, and I don't mean to in any way disparage other sports. I've been, I, I grew up, I played uh, grade school, high school, and a little bit of college basketball. Okay. Uh, but nothing. What, were your what was your position in basketball? I was, I was a point guard. Okay. Yeah, yeah I was too. Yeah. 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 And, and uh, was not good enough to play Division One. I, I, no, well, you still wanted, played at a pretty I good level. Wanted, I no, play I played. I played it. I played at St. Joe's. Okay. I, I was a, a really good JV player. Okay, and, uh, <laughs> and I was cut my junior year and was part of the team my senior. So I was not anything to write home about. But the light bulb moment for me was that I always had an impression that that the hockey culture was one of down to earth people, and I have not been disappointed yet. There's different personalities. There's there's different worldviews. There's uh, different temperaments. I mean, on, on one side you've got John Tortorella, on the other side you've got Keith Jones. Yes. They float, but at their core, they are um, they're human beings, like all of us, all flawed in certain ways, but 
there's a there's an innate respect for this game, respect for each other, a respect for the community that helped them maximize their potential uh, throughout their careers, and it's something that kind of new, but it's it's hit me. It did make a light bulb go on for me. How amazing this! How amazing this sport is, and the young people that go into that locker room every day to, to entertain us. What um, have you learned about the sport itself? Well, it's it's interesting. I, again, I, I I view it as a fan. I I I know hockey as a fan uh, pretty well, but but what's been really fun for me, I spend uh, part of almost every game sitting in the GM's box with um, Danny Briere and Keith and then uh, some of the other uh, leaders, uh, occasionally a Bob Clark sitting mm-hmm. there, which always is a, a thrill. Um, and we, we've got, they've gotten comfortable saying to me things like, what did you see on that play? And I'll tell them what I saw, and then they'll tell me what I missed. Um, uh, a player using his, his stick in a way to knock a puck down that turns the uh, right. things that the yeah. average fan misses. And, uh, so it's it's that, that that I'm learning the intricacies of the game, never to the point where I will try where I will try to influence a hockey decision, but to the point where I can be a better listener as they as they roll out their vision for 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 where we're headed. That relates up the skates. Well, I, I, it's funny you say that. So so you talked about uh, earlier. We talked about not NHL, but there was hockey in this area. There there used to be a thing called the Cherry Hill Arena. Which, oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and I've, I've read and, about and it. it. Was there was an Eastern Hockey League team yep. called yep. the Jersey Devils, right. and uh, a guy I had lost my father when I was very young, and there was a a guy that uh, became my like my father, and he was an avid uh, Devils fan. So I would go to about ten, fifteen of their games a year. I was in heaven. Um, in fact, Bob Clark and I were talking about there was a player that was my hero. He was on his way down his career, so he was playing in the Eastern Hockey League. Gordy Stratton was his name. And, uh, and but anyway, the, the the point being that even at the Jersey Shore where I grew up, my father first of all played ice hockey in the early '40s at, at St. Joseph's Men's St. Joseph's oh, College. Wow. So we all learned how to skate. But back in the day when it would get cold all winter, we would we would have pick up hockey games yeah. on on the ponds around around our nice. house. Now, not like these guys every right. morning, every day, every night, but. Five six times a year, so I could I could skate pretty good. I'm not going out there now, but I could, I could skate. <laughs> uh, no, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, the the one thing I have to give credit for the giveaway today for the patches because everybody as fans has hockey jerseys and everybody likes the hockey jerseys with special patches. And that's something that I could, whoever came up with the idea, it's really smart because I can imagine a lot of fans are going to attach this to their jerseys, and yeah. that's great. And you know what, Russ, I couldn't agree more. You, you did say whoever came up with it is really smart. I didn't come up with the ideas, <laughs> but I am excited. And have you seen them yet? No, they're yet. really they're really special. So um, I have mine. Um, I'm going to hang mine in my office with some other really, That's great. really cool patches. So nice. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you this question. I know the Flyers organization in the past um, has supported and welcomed women's hockey events to you know the Flyers, and there was an event with the PWHPA mm-hmm. um, at the rink in Voorhees that I attended that was tremendously successful. Um, and there's a new league out there right now. Is there any like inklings, thoughts about potentially supporting 
or being affiliated with a PWHL team in the future. So, so here, here's, I'd like to start by answering that this way, that um, we as an organization are committed to building uh, a more diverse workforce and connecting to a broader community in, in the hockey world and attracting new people to hockey. So go to the next point that I'd like to make, that, that we, have, we are paying attention to the new professional hockey league. And by the way, it's gotten off to an amazing start. Yes. And the, yep. the piece about Eric Lindros and his daughter going yeah. to one of the inaugural yeah, games, really cool. So the only thing I will say to you, we are, we are developing a robust strategy for the future of Comcast Spectacore. And we would like nothing more than to be um, like the Flyers in the early days of the expansion of the NHL. We would like to be part of the, the amazing growth that we believe is going to happen in women's hockey. And we firmly believe that will connect back to my original point that we will draw more people uh, and a broader fan base to everything we're trying to do. Yeah, one last thing for me is... I thought about this because I grew up in New York. So what I knew of Ed Schneider, he was the opposition. I was a Ranger fan. and But I, I respected the team because the team was always beating Rangers, let's face it. Um, but what's interesting is a lot of people here, like if they're a third-generation fan, they're a fan because of Ed Schneider. And so like if their dad was a fan or their mom was a fan, they're a fan because of Ed Schneider. And I thought about that the other day, and that's very few owners that have had that much impact because – most of the time, teams are sold. A lot of times, it's not the same owner. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of unique. It, it, it really is. And, and for, for me, um, in this role that, that I'm in, I, I say it every time I have this conversation, I will never be Ed Snyder. But I have studied Ed Snyder. And he was the real deal in terms of everything we've talked about and everything you just said, Russ. And, and one of the things that I think goes beyond the boundaries of the Philadelphia area and, and really impacts every city that the Flyers play is that he was that down-to-earth person. He was open to meeting and welcoming all people that came in this building. And, and there are days or, or evenings before a game where I'd like to just hide in a corner and get ready to watch the game just like as if I was not in this role. Um, and I'll think of him and I'll get off my, you know what, and I'll, I'll go out and shake some hands and, and really get the sense of how fans are feeling. And, and the feedback's been positive. And it's, 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 it's easy to do when you look to your right and there's Keith Jones doing the same thing. And you look to your left and there's Danny Breer. And you look all over the place and our colleagues are doing the same thing. That shows that not only does Ed Snyder live on here, but everywhere we go and do the same thing, Ed Snyder lives. And, and if I can just say one more thing. I've, I've traveled with the team three times. It's been a really cool experience. Oh, we, sure. we saw each other in Long Island right, yeah. for the, yeah. the, the uh, Islanders game. Um, there's not been an arena that I've walked around where somebody hasn't yelled, hey, Dan. And, and now, why would they know me? Right. I mean, I'm healthcare. But they know me because I'm now part of this great brand. And it, it, I do a 180 turn around and if they want to talk I talk um, so that's who he was yeah and that's why we're all here and that's why we're going to rebuild greatness yeah, it's great yeah and sort of for newer fans who maybe um, started watching hockey after Ed Snyder uh, was no longer with us and 
um, or and new fans that are coming on board now, I think this is a tremendous opportunity to kind of educate newer fans on who he was and and what you know this organization is looking to for the future. And I think you know what you just said is a great message to those newer fans as well. I, I agree, Rachel, because. We live in a world today, uh, for me, I'm, I'm worried about our world. I don't know how, how regardless of what your worldview or politics I worry are. about everything. So yeah. <laughs> but, but, but we really hunger for uh, heroes. And, and, and those of us that found heroes in sports or other areas of education, politics, business, whatever it might be, um, here's, here's an individual that well past his death continues to to play that heroic role yeah and and um it regardless of age um i my children have asked me about ed snyder and and i've handed them the book and to read and 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 my grandchildren they're not there understanding who this uh icon was and continues to be but they're uh they're walking around in their black and orange and i guarantee you that as they grow, not only will they understand that their pop had a small role in the next iteration of the Flyers, um, that it, 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 he was part of a, a great heritage, and that now they're part of a great heritage. And it, it uh, you know, one 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 drop of water uh, it, it turns into a, a flood of waves sometimes. And Ed Snyder was that drop of water that continues to make those fade those ways uh engulf all of us amazing thank yeah. you so thanks. much thanks for for Russia. Russia. yeah thank you for your time thanks once again to dan hilferty for joining us on the show such a great conversation we will be back on monday with a recap of that win versus calgary our nemesis of the week and so much more